Hey, everybody, this is Amazing Fantasy Football. I am Josh, and that guy over there is... I am Chris. And Chris, he always is. How you doing tonight, Chris? I'm doing Today. amazing. Uh, it's Thursday, it's Morning. football time, and it's a good day. All right, well, at least you're having a better day than Josh. Oh, by the way, Chris, I'm having okay. Besides, besides okay. A, a butt ton of uh, technical difficulties, you know, whatever. Uh, just... That didn't work. Oh, boy. For sure. Not for me, but for you. Alrighty, so we're Amazing Fantasy Football. We're here to talk about some Week 6 matchups, but it is Week 6, and that means that there are four teams on by this week. That's right, four of them, Which and those teams would be the Atlanta Falcons, the New Orleans Saints, the Jets, and the 49ers. A lot easier this year without some teams and their bye weeks getting moved around than last year. Remember oh that, Chris? Goodness. Last year with all that. the COVID and like moving teams around and everything, dude, it was next to impossible right. to figure out like what teams are on bye that coming week and whatever. Oh my look like god, the day before or whatever. Yeah. And by like last that. year, I mean like ten years ago, dude. It, it like it went by in a blink of an eye, and it it, yet it seems like an eternity ago. Twenty twenty was tumultuous, so I think it went by fa uh, quickly for everybody. Mm. Same with 2021. Oh, boy. Anyways, um, so we don't really have a lot of news going in other than the, I mean, I don't know. I, I John Gruden uh, resigned because he's apparently a sack of turds. Giant piece of and, garbage, yeah. Yep, and their special teams uh, coordinator is going to take over for him, I guess. I'm like, why the special teams get whatever? I don't care. That friend is going to continue to be a dumpster fire or will go back to being a dumpster fire i guess the fire got put out and then now it's been relit mm. let's hope you that know, they like I, you know they I don't, really, I don't i think it was was it last monday night or last before whatever the last game they played when they were what four and oh coming into it and then they played like garbage i was like three you know okay so they've lost two now yeah Okay, thank you. Sorry. So it was the week before that uh, that I was like, what's up with these guys? And then all the news comes out, and you're like, oh, I bet they knew. Mm, yes. Yeah. Um, well, why don't you start us with your first matchup, Chris? I Let's just get straight to the point, and let's try and have some fun in, in the midst. Amen. We're streamlining the show a little bit. We're going to get right into Vikings versus Panthers. Uh, let's start with uh, you know the away team and the quarterback position. Cousins has uh, had been on quite a tear, but came back down to earth the last two weeks, leaving him at QB 13 on the year. Week four can be excused, I suppose, since it was versus Cleveland, not an elite defense, but good, I guess. Uh, last week versus Detroit, yeah. While he uh, had respectable stats against Detroit with a 73.5 completion percentage and 275 yards, uh, the Lions are the 24th and 25th ranked defense in yards and points, uh, fantasy points, respectively. Actually, mm. that might actually be literal points, not fantasy points. Regardless, you get to point. <laughs> uh, the Panthers were averaging 10 points given up per game in the first three weeks and 28 and a half points over the last two weeks. The last two, not co coincidentally, were losses for the Panthers. I think Cousins has a decent shot to bounce back here. I think they're struggling right now. I'm sorry. I think the Panthers' defense is struggling right now and had a pretty uh, soft schedule the first three weeks. Uh, so I'm going to give Kirk Cousins a uh, 3.75 stars. Keep him in that uh, right on that cusp. I'm sorry. Can you 12. hear that? Like, I, I'm pretty sure someone's letting off fireworks. Outside your, your place? Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Can you, you not know? hear that? 
Nope, not picking up on it. Well, I don't hear anything anymore. Good. Right there. That's annoying at this time of year. On Do to... you really not hear that? Nope, not, not a thing. Yeah. All right, well, keep going. Sorry. All right. On to the running backs, Dalvin Cook and Madison. Dallas ran all over Carolina two weeks ago. Uh, I'm probably not playing Cook, who returned to practice Wednesday with an ankle, if I'm Mike Zimmer. And if I do, I'm limiting him greatly. I will say this much when these notes were made. I think there was an update today. I think he might have gotten a full participation in today. So that could change things. But let me continue a little bit here because I think I've got some ins and outs here. The Vikings have a bye next week, so Cook could effectively get three weeks rest uh, for his ankle. Vikings uh, have to get a win. But Madison has played phenomenal, and the Cowboys ran all over the Panthers last week, as I said earlier. I think Zimmer and the Vikes feel good about what Madison can do versus the Panthers' defense. Now, the caveat is that I think he was uh, that Cook was close to suiting up last week, but didn't. So he could conceivably be at 100%. And if you really need to win, you're going to play Cook this week before the bye. That is the only way I see Zimmer letting Cook play and get his full complement of touches. Cook was actually off to a modest start to the 2021 season before missing week three, five, and then missing the entirety of week three and five and leaving in week four. Uh, He was averaging 14.6 fantasy points per game after the first two weeks with one touchdown. I know it sounds crazy, but I'm benching Cook unless we get good news from the Vikes practice that he is a full go. And Zimmer says he's getting his full complement. We've been down this road before with Cook. So I tentatively have a bench rating on him. And maybe before we get out here, we can double check um, that practice report. On to Alexander Madison, uh, who returned to practice Thursday from a shoulder. Filled in very well for Cook. In fact, he has a downright play better. And while Cook is the RB36 on the year, injury, of course, done, leaving the game, Madison is the RB27. Madison averaged 7.5 targets, 25.5 carries, and 112.5 rushing yards in his two full games, replacing Cook. I think Madison is the guy one more week. Uh, I'm going to give him four stars. Um, it's a little tough to give Cook stars I, with my, my spiel here, but, uh, you know, I mean, if he plays, it's, it, it's a pretty decent matchup here. What were you going to say, Josh? Breaking news. Go ahead. Breaking news. Um, the fireworks are still going on, but more importantly, uh, Dalvin Cook and Alexander Madison practice today. It sounds like Cook is going to be going. Do you, well, I would still like to wait till Friday to see if Zimmer or whomever, the offense coordinator, Turner, comes out and says, you know, 100%. He's great. Full complement of snaps. But you gave Madison four stars and... So basically, I'm going to give Cook the same thing if he's the starter. If he's the okay. starter, and okay, healthy, there you go. That, that, yeah. there, that's perfect because that, that's how well Madison has been playing, in my opinion. Per- On to okay. pass catchers, uh, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson said today, Thursday, uh, Thursday, uh, that he expects to play despite being limited uh, with an ankle today. He's six in receiving yards and receptions. He's got at least seven targets in every game this season. As I said earlier, Carolina has struggled lately on defense and had a soft schedule to start. However, Carolina gives up the eighth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers, and their top two corners, A.J. Bouye and Dante Jackson, are both in the top 35 of PFF rankings. Pardon me. Jefferson is on fire lately, and I expect him to continue. I like him as a low-end wide receiver one this week, four stars. If Thielen doesn't go, which we'll get to in a second, make it 4.25 stars for Mr. Justin Jefferson. On to Thielen. Thielen is tied for seventh 
with four receiving touchdowns, yet only 267 yards on the season. He is the wide receiver 18 in fantasy and hasn't seen double-digit targets since week one, including only three last week versus the Lions. Still, he is among the best red zone, target, red zone threats in the league. I think the Vikings want to run, and Thielen could suffer a bit here, not to mention he does get Dante Jackson the better of the two corners on the left side of the field where Thielen primarily plays. I like him more of a low-end flex play this week if he plays 2.5 stars. I apologize, I didn't have his injury designation here in terms of what's hurt. Uh, I digress. Uh, Conklin, the tight end, since Conklin's foot. eight, it's his foot. Thank you. Since Conklin's yep. eight targets, 70 yard, one touchdown performance in week three versus the Seahawks, he has averaged 2.1 fantasy points per game. He's being benched. Uh, just drop him. Yeah. Better said. Yeah. He, he's not even on your bench. Uh, Sam Darno for the Panthers. Vikings defense is ninth best in points allowed. Overall, uh, NFL points, that is. Darnold failed to throw for 300 yards, threw three picks, and underthrew Robbie Anderson on a sure touchdown in the first half. Uh, thanks to a ton of pressure from the Eagles, Philly produced three sacks and three picks last week. Darnold has been sacked eight times in the last two games. Clearly, Carolina isn't the greatest O-line in the world, but they were missing their starting left tackle, Cam Irving, uh, to a neck injury, uh, who was a full go Wednesday. And I assume today to Thursday. I don't have that in front of me, but I'm pretty sure he's 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 all systems go. Uh, they also designate Pat Pat Elfine Elfin Elfine to return from IR. I, yeah. Darnold said it's great having Elfine and Irving back. They're great. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. <laughs> he still gets Atlanta and Tampa. You're twice. welcome, Kurt. There you go. He still gets Atlanta and Tampa twice on his remaining schedule. So there's that. Looking forward. Um, so I kind of expect him to, you know, uh, bounce back here against a Vikings defense that, while statistically looks pretty good, I'm kind of not buying it. So I'm going to give Darnold a, you know, whatever, low-end, tight-end, like 15, 13, 12, like uh, three stars there. On to the running backs. CMC slash Hubbard, uh, you know, this is that interesting, you know, gets I think he got a full on Wednesday and then didn't practice Thursday. And this is a hamstring, folks. So it's looking more and more like he's not going to go. That's uh, McCaffrey, yeah. That is. It's such Huff. a bummer. I need him. I need him to beat yeah. Wonder Deck. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear you, man. Um, uh, sorry, the Vikings are giving up the 14 most fantasy points to the running back positions. Matt Rule currently says CMC is like genuinely a 50-50. I don't know. Uh, so I'm going to, if 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 um, Mr. CMC goes, if Mr. McCaffrey goes, I'm going to give him his customary at least four stars because every time I've seen That's him That's what back, I was thinking. Every time he comes back, they're willing to give him his full complement of snaps. So, they, yeah, they, it's they not like... And it, unless they're ready. It, that's kind of what that's kind of what they've shown like last year like um when he missed a that. crap ton of games with a hamstring injury he came back he played that one game got the shoulder injury was more or less out the rest of the season but that one game it was i mean it was back to 100% cmc you know like uh i don't remember who's back oh, mike davis was just kind of an afterthought when cmc came back i think after um sorry not to cut into your matchup here but you're fine, you're after fine. what what Chuba Chuba Hubbard did uh, last week, which really wasn't much. Yeah, I think they're ready for CMC to come back. Yeah, well, they're not. Two, they're on the two. Not game to say that week too. So yeah. they need it. 
know? they really want him back, but I don't think they're going to play him unless he's 100% ready. Yeah. Yeah. Vikings are 11th in rushing yards given up, 11th worst in rushing yards given up. Um, so let's, like I said, four stars for CMC. We'll give three to uh, Hub- Hubbard if he's the guy, um, just to get him in your flex, because I still think I think he's, he's got some juice. We'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. On to, where were we? Oh, I'm DJ Moore. Panthers. Yeah, uh, the receivers. DJ Moore had his first single-digit target game since week one. Eight and wow. seven, respectively. Yeah, he had eight in week one, seven last week. Still pretty darn good, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, that's yeah. really not that bad. <laughs> exactly, exactly. The Vikings do give up the 12th fewest fantasy points to receivers, but their last two games have a lot to do with the statistical improvement. And those came against the Lions and the Browns when o- when Odell Beckham was uh, just returning from his hamstring. He still got a decent amount of targets, but uh, just I don't know if he was completely 100% there. That, coupled with the Panthers getting two starting offensive linemen back, I'm going to give DJ Moore four stars. There are no other passing options worth discussing. For the Panthers, I looked into Thank it. Thank you. Robbie Anderson is just may flash here and there, and Terrence Doesn't Marshall matter. is just is just missing. And then, of course, they tr- did not they trade their tight end? Anyway, yeah, they turned to a rookie at tight end. They traded Dan Arnold to... Yeah, in favor of a true... I get the two rookies messed up. I don't up. remember who they traded him to. Ta- I uh, want to say it was... That doesn't matter. It doesn't really because he hasn't done anything there anyway. They turned to Tommy Trimble, Trimble, a rookie. He's not doing much. Who had who has a couple of touchdowns, one rushing and one receiving. Um, Not in back to back weeks. Yeah, I I I fell down that rabbit hole, that stat rabbit hole the other day. I was like, oh, look at you, Tommy Trimble, a couple touchdowns. Other than that, he has done next to nothing. And and even with those touchdown games, it was like literally one catch for a touchdown and then one rush for a touchdown. So. Not reliable. Signs, Not reliable. Potentially signs for things to come in the Absolutely. years Absolutely. Y- years to come. But, you know, yeah. Anyway, di- sorry, were you dynasty. done with that matchup? For more of a dynasty take, yes, I am done with the matchup. Okay, let's roll with the Miami Dolphins at Jacksonville Jaguars. It's a battle of Florida teams. Not every Florida team, but two out of the three. Um does Tua come back this week? All signs point to yes. It's He is expected to be um, activated off the IR and ready to play this week against Jacksonville. They're giving up the seventh most passing yards at 296 yards per game, and but only the, only, um, the 16th best fantasy points with 19.9 points per game. I like Tua this week. I like him quite a bit, but I'm not in love with him this week. I, his first game back, he hasn't played mm. since week well. He played in week two, but he like threw one pass. Uh, he threw one pass. He didn't do much. He got hurt very early on in that game. So two is back this week. I'm giving him three and a half stars. So and and I'm think he's more of like your QB two in a super flex or you know maybe a streamer or something you know. But there's not like all the quarterbacks that are that are off this week on bye. Matt Ryan, Jameis Winston, Zach Wilson. I mean. Trey Lance slash Jimmy Garoppolo. You weren't probably starting him anyways, so it's more of a super flex play here. I have a asking for a friend here in a little bit, Chris, once we get there. I have the other half of my asking for a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on to Miles Gaskin. Last week, the Dolphins had nine rushing attempts, which was probably the wisest uh, game plan of any against one of the stoutest uh, defenses in the league that would be Tampa Bay. Um, Gaskin did get a team-leading 10 yards or 10 targets and receptions last week. He caught all 10 of his targets. 
But that was with Jacoby Brissett. The, I mean, he is just the guy has an arm on him. He just doesn't he does. look deep. He looks short, and like he can complete deep passes. He just he just he looks for the, the sure thing. I think he wants um, to keep his well, job. yeah. <laughs> um, Jacksonville is giving up twenty four fantasy points per game to um, to running back. So I but so I'm going to give Gaskin a three. And a very hesitant three and a half stars just because I'm like, man, does Malcolm Brown rear his ugly head? I'm not really sure. Is this an Will apparition? Fuller, yeah. He's st- yeah. Will Fuller, he's still on the IR with a finger issue. Uh, that's but literally a quote from one of the websites I saw. Um, Jalen Waddle, I'm going to give him three stars in, in Tua's return. Um, while Waddle had, was very ho-hum with Brissett at the helm, Tua gives him a shot at playing fast again and running deeper routes, uh, which is better than his 4.3 uh, A dot or average distance of target. He's accumulated with Brissett being his quarterback for the majority of his still young rookie season. Mike Isecki, I'm going to give him three stars. He's shown that he can be a target monster in week three, catching 10 of 12 passes, but that was for only 86 yards and no touchdowns. So good job there, Brissett. Um, that's, but uh, I don't no, I'm I'm still the 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 jury is out on on Mike Isecki for the season. It, we're five Amen. weeks in. He's had one good week. I mean, if you drafted him, he's can't be. He's no worse than you know, like your Noah fans or your yep. yeah. He's like if you don't have. Anyways, we'll get into some names later here in a, I in my notes. Um, okay, Trevor. Let's move on to Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence. Um, he's been playing better the past couple of weeks, uh, and Miami is giving up the six most points. Per game to the quarterbacks at 22.1. Lawrence is not a terrible streaming option here this week. I'm giving him 3.25 stars, and it, this is kind of a three. I have like a three way quarterback question for you that is completely for a friend and not for myself whatsoever, Chris. So, you know, when you get there, you know, it's definitely for a friend, not for me. Friend, not Josh. Friend, not Josh. Um, James Robinson, it would appear that he has Robinson has crawled out of the doghouse that he somehow got himself into. He has 15, 18, and 18 attempts over the last three weeks, and he should get more this week. That doesn't mean he's going to, but I'm saying he should get more. They should give him the ball more. The Dolphins are giving up 25 points per game to running backs. That's second worst. I'm giving Robinson four stars here. Um, on to Marvin Jones. You're going to, I mean, just keep Jones on your bench or the waiver wire. It's not a great matchup, and Jones is only averaging 5.37 fantasy points per game over the last three weeks. Similar mm-hmm. to Jones, LaVisca Chanel is, like, Trevor Lawrence is spreading the ball equally, but, I mean, it's spread on, it's not a lot of jam on that knife going across that toast. So it's just, there's just, when when you're trying to divvy up crumbs, there isn't a lot there isn't a lot for a meal to be had, yep. essentially. Well said. DJ, he's still has an ankle injury, and there's two more weeks before he's back from the IR. Chris, what's your next matchup? My next matchup is way at the top of the page where I was not. Here we are. We got Rams at uh, at Giants. Let's start with Stafford, of course. Apparently, Stafford had a finger injury. He ran to the sideline. Last week, sorry, I didn't say that. Stafford yep. had finger injury, ran to the sideline, had it taped up, and returned and put on a great performance. 
He is yep. currently QB eight on the season. New York Giants give up the ninth most fantasy points to the quarterback position and the eleventh most passing yards in the league, but are really more susceptible to the run. And I think that comes into play here. Uh, I'm going to give three point seven five for star- stars to Stafford. We'll get into that a little bit more here in a second. Uh, the running backs, Henderson and Sony, right? Uh, Henderson has yet to crest 20 carries or 100 rushing yards this season, yet has been over double-digit fantasy points every week. The Rams themselves have over 100 rushing yards in three of their five games, but two of those came against bad rushing defenses in Arizona and the Seahawks. Uh, the Arizona Seahawks. <laughs> the Cardinals and the, the Seahawks. The Arizona Seahawks. <laughs> right. A landlocked state with the Seahawks. Yeah, both those would be very upset if they had to do that. Uh, uh, Sean McVay is the type of coach, in my opinion, to tailor his game plan to attack his opponent's weaknesses. And the Giants are weak versus the run. They are fourth worst, giving up 4.7 yards per attempt. And ninth worst in fantasy points given up to the running back position. Sony and Henderson combined for 28 carries, 119 rushing yards, and two rushing touchdowns last week. So, similar to how they attacked the Seahawks last week, I see enough rushing work to make both Henderson and Sony viable fantasy options this week. 3.75 stars for uh, Daryl Henderson and 2.5 for Sony. On to the pass catchers. Uh, Robert Woods. The squeaky wheel got the grease and Woods went off for uh, caught yeah, 12 out of his 14 Woods. targets and 150 yards. No TDs. Uh, Cup still managed to catch seven of his 10 targets for 92 yards. The lone Stafford scoring toss last week went to Tyler Higby. The Giants are 11th worst in passing yards, given up, and middle of the road versus fantasy receivers. With a run-heavy approach, both wide receivers will be fantasy viable, but not top 12 guys, in my opinion, this week. 3.5 stars for Cup, 3 for Woods. Tyler Higby, as I mentioned, Higby caught the lone passing touchdown last week, giving him 2 on the season. The Giants have given up, given up an average of 62 yards and 5.7 receptions and no touchdowns to Logan Thomas, Noah Fant, and Dalton Schultz. But those are teams that feature the tight end more. There are other tight end opponents. Uh, I'm sorry, the other tight end, the other two opponents they played, their tight ends, Pitts and the Saints tight ends, did next to nothing. Therefore, I'm going to be really conservative here with Higby and just as 2.5 stars. On to the Giants. Daniel Jones. Uh, this is deemed my, quote, Edie Crow and injury update portion of my matchups. <laughs> I was dead wrong on Daniel Jones last week and got carried away giving him five stars. I think his concussion at the hands of uh, Jabril Cox, linebacker for Dallas, uh, bailed me out, honestly. Dallas dominated that game. I still like Jones as a top-end streamer moving forward, but not this week versus the Rams. Since he is trending in, having suffered a concussion, uh, I'm going to say he's a mm. fine as a QB2 in Superflex, but bench rating in Standard Leagues, 2.5 stars. It looks like according to reports... Uh, okay, we already said that. <laughs> On to the running backs. According uh, to the reports, what? Uh, Daniel Jones is going to pass the concussion protocol. I'm giant. I'm just messing Yeah, I kind of alluded to it. Um, Saquon, doubtful. Hurt again with an ankle. I'm just... You know, I'm shaking my head in reality, and and I watched. Uh, uh, I didn't listen, but I watched a, an interview on Twitter or whatever, and you could just see the 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 headliner said he's very frustrated, and you could see it on his face. And and I don't blame him, man. It, it it's it, he started he really started to get his traction going there. So I, I'm just kind of that's where we're at here. So we're gonna just count him as out. 
That's the way it's trending. Uh, Booker, uh, Devontae, if I'm getting that correct, uh, played well versus Dallas, especially when you consider the game script. He scored twice, one rushing, one receiving, and had 58 all-purpose yards. Not not terribly great, but again, two touchdowns, huge in fantasy, and he caught the ball reasonably well. And again, he was behind in a, in a game script and got, I don't have a snap percentage here, but he, he seemed to be on the field. This the year's Wayne time. Gallman. There yeah, you know. I get it. Exactly. It's looking like Booker gets a start versus Rams. The Giants paid Booker to come here, like almost starter money. The Giants, uh, whoops. That's crazy. Uh, that makes him a startable option. Uh, the Rams D is averaging 119.5 rushing yards and one rushing touchdown over the last two games. So it's Booker true. could hit pay dirt here and have a decent day. A decent flex shot. Actually, a little more than a decent flex shot. A pretty good flex option at 3.25 stars coming from me yeah. there. Let's get to these pass catchers. This is kind of interesting. I, I always find it funny when we go down these kind of rabbit holes of research and you're just like, you know, I mean, I think we all knew that Kadarius Tony blew up. I guess the haters are eating crow right now. I mean, Tony is averaging 10.5 targets, 133 and a half receiving yards over the last two weeks. The Rams ranked 10th worst in passing yards allowed. And the defense hasn't been amazing. However, they still have Aaron Donald on the team and the Rams are tied for fifth with a uh, fifth best with 14 sacks uh, through five weeks. They're middle of the road in terms of fantasy points given up to wide receiver position. The Giants should be in comeback mode, and Daniel Jones should be looking Tony's way. He is. Tony is trending in with two limited sessions this week with an ankle. Considering garbage time um, and the fact that uh, Sterling Shepard should be returning and Tony's electric play the last couple weeks, I'm going to give him three stars. Uh, Shepard plays a slot. Tony can do both apparently. So it feels like Tony's probably going to move to the outside. I think he did a little bit of both the past couple of weeks. The giants lose, as I alluded to earlier, the giants lose Barkley, but should get Shepard back. Shepard has been averaging, uh, was averaging nine and a half targets the first couple of weeks before the hamstring injury. I think Shepard is a fine desperation flex with 2.5 stars. I have yet to mention Kenny Galladay. There's a reason for that. Galladay is doubtful with a hyperextended knee and really he hasn't been very good. I'm looking to keep an eye on this wide receiver situation moving forward. I mean, they gave Galladay all the money, but Tony, I mean, I watched the game. He looked really, really good. Like, <laughs> again, eating crow matchup. I just, I feel like me, you, and plenty of other fantasy and NFL draft analysis analysis was wrong about Tony and uh, their GM, uh, Dave Gettleman. Making it wait, wait, w- wait. Did you say we were wrong about Tony? Weren't you pretty Don't down you- on Tony too? The, oh, the only reason I was is because of where he landed. That that was it. It wasn't the talent or anything like that. Thing? Buried on the depth What's chart that? thing. Like he was buried Exa- on the depth chart. Okay. That's yeah, fair. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. We, I, I don't, and I thought you were kind of on the same boat as me, is that we weren't down on the talent of the player. It was just He's like, really raw. Can, he, uh, can he kind of like be the cream that rises to the top, like in the sense that, is he going to outshine any of these other guys that are already like veterans on the team and have been working with Daniel Jones? Apparently he is. I, I think my negativity was more uh, like not necessarily two full, but like 0.5 full. Like I, I, I thought he was really, really raw and couldn't produce in his first year. No, no. He was on, supposed on to be top very... of, on top of what you said. I thought he was kind of gadgety. You know, one no. of those kind of guys. But then again, I thought the same thing about Tyreek Hill. And look at me now. <laughs> Chris, why do I keep getting ads for like lingerie and like weird, like. What have you been watching? 
I don't know. I honestly don't know. I just like I just got an advertisement for for KY Jelly. Like I'm like, what is oh going? Who is using this computer when I'm at work? Your 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 ghost in your apartment. Yeah, um, I was apparently a pervert. So I'll be flat out honest. I didn't give Galladay a star rating. I just is it. He's doubtful. Yeah, exactly. He's doubtful. So he's part. He's of literally guy. listed as doubtful, and he yeah, has no, been said, for like the last like 36 hours. There you go. Onward. Yeah, but I, ha- I know that because I have one to be clear, the team for Galladay. Uh, well, yeah, he said the Rams have only given up one receiving touchdown to a tight end all year. That yeah, was he doesn't even belong on people's rosters, other yeah. than a tight end dart throw. Yeah, I thought he had one decent, kind of no, decent week. Not really. Uh, anyway, they gave a runner receiving touchdown to a touchdown uh, to a tight end all year. That was Max Williams of the Cardinals in Week Four. He's an tight end dart throw. Exactly. No, not even given the matchup and the return of Shepard. I'm benching Evan Ingram. I wasn't going to play him anyways. That's kind of that. Yeah, I was just giving you two good reasons. That's Rams and Giants. Alrighty, let's move along to my next matchup, which is which is the Los Angeles Chargers at the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens who can go. Because what they did to the, my stupid wow. Colts on Monday night. Well, and just what he, what Lamar's doing. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, Herbie here, uh, Justin Herbert. The Chargers' offense has really been humming, and that's a lot of it is because of Herbie. I mean, he's he's going up against a Ravens D that has, that just gave up 402 passing yards to Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz and my stupid Colts just put up 402 passing yards on this team, and a lot They've of it is because a little better lately. They do well, yeah, and they do. The Ravens' defense is very banged up with injuries. Um, yep. The Ravens may only be giving up 18.4 fantasy points to points per game to the opposing quarterbacks, but I really like what Herbie Herbie's chances to replicate what Wentz and the Colts just did on Monday night to the Ravens. So I'll give them four stars. I mean that that's. Um, you know, for the first three quarters, not the last quarter. Um, let's move along quickly to Austin Eckler here. The Ravens may only be giving up 80 rushing yards per game, but they have given up six rushing touchdowns, which is tied for the second worst. And the Ravens are also giving up the second most receiving yards to opposing backs. So four and a half stars for Austin Eckler. Mike Williams, he is currently did not practice today with Thursday with a knee injury. So we're going to have to keep an eye on that. He's got a slight edge on Cooper Cup as the wide receiver one, according to Fantasy Pros, which is the site that I think we're using. Um, it's a site that I've been using to look at fantasy points. Um, so anyways, I, I I would never have told you that Mike Williams, of all people, is going to be like a top, uh, an elite wide receiver this season. But he's paying off dividends for heck, those yeah. who drafted him or even better picked him up off a of free agency. Did that happen um, in some leagues, you think? God, oh, Lord, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with four and a half stars for Mike Williams, assuming he plays. It sounds like he's going to, but just in case he doesn't, if he doesn't, I'm going to bump Keenan Allen up to a four, a four, four point two five stars. Um, with the emergence of Mike Williams, though, Keenan Allen has been the one that's taken the back seat here. Williams has only two less targets and three less receptions than Allen, but has five more touchdowns and a hundred and two more receiving yards than Keenan Allen. So he's been a little bit more efficient. Uh, I mean, Keenan Allen was never a yak master anyways, but still. Um, Jared Cook, I'm sorry. So yeah, four stars or four and a quarter if Mike Williams doesn't play for some reason. But if he does play, I'm only giving Keenan Allen three and a half. He's just, he's just just been the guy. 
Yep, he's just he's just taking that bump back. Like he's yeah, bumping back a good ten or twelve spots from where he was last year because of the emergence of Mike Williams. But let's move along to Jared Cook. He's just a tight end dart throw. I'll give him, I guess, two and a half stars. You're hoping for that touchdown, like with him and just about any other tight end. Not everyone, but close to it. Lamar Jackson, I'm going to give him four stars for the Ravens. The this is mainly based on his electric pass rushing ability. The rate the Chargers are giving up the seventh best. Their seventh best against opposing uh, against opposing fantasy quarterbacks. They're giving up only 15.8 uh, passing points per game. But they really haven't faced a rushing quarterback like Lamar Jackson. Face it, there aren't a ton of guys that have that kind of rushing ability in the league at the moment. Um, in case of emergency, break all Ravens running backs. Just keep them on your bench. Mar- um, the Chargers I defense is I dropped pretty Tyson. good against the, the what? I dropped Tyson. I think this week, last week. I dropped Tyson last week. Mm-hmm. In it's lieu pressure. of, I still think he's the better. I think still think he's a better option. This is I do just, too, but I think he, like 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 what was going on in our dynasty league uh, chat. You know, is that I think maybe he's struggling in pass protection. That's why he's not getting the work. I'm the one who called him out. uh, God, it feels like three weeks ago now where he blew a pass. And I think it was overtime. It's that loss that they had. How many losses did they have? One where Lamar fumbled. Yeah. Oh, no, no, they might only have one. Anyways, I'm in Baltimore. Anyway, they Lamar fumbled because Tyson blew his pass protection. Anyways. Yep. Um, let's move along to Marquise Brown here. Uh, it's, it's a much harder matchup for Hollywood this week than against my stupid Colts and their anemic cornerbacks. I mean, like the, the Colts defense and, or especially in the secondary is really banged up right now. So yeah, uh, Hollywood had himself quite the game last week. Um, he has more than 16 half PPR points in every game except for that weird dud game that the entire Ravens team had against the Lions. They still won that game, but it was they I mean it had to go down right? to the yeah. wire for those mm-hmm. two teams for the Ravens to win against the the Lions of all things. So I'm giving three and three quarter stars or three point seven five stars to Marquise Brown here. Um Mark Andrews or Mandrews, I am giving him four stars. The Chargers are giving up the second most points to tie the tight end position. Look for Andrews to continue what he did against the Colts again this week. It's not five oh. stars because what if it's they just like what if they go away from Andrews again, you know? Um Mark Andrews last week, he's I, I mean, if my stupid Colts are gonna lose, at least let Mandrews Win me a, a yet again another matchup in Dynasty for my yeah, stupid t- Dynasty team to be four and one is. You have I want to change my team man, name to the Scrappers, amazing. man. It's just just a scrappy bunch of players. Sure, sure. You know what I like to do in those situations in my leagues. I look at my points against and points for, and I'm like, am I just on borrowed time right now? I don't. I don't have that I, a little bit. Head. Are you a okay? little bit? <laughs> I, I am in. The, I am in the uh, the black as far as points scored and points against, but not by much. Okay. What's your next matchup, Chris? My next matchup is... That's not it. That's not it. That's not I it. Did, I did there Rams it is! Versus, I did Rams versus Giants already, didn't I? Man, we're moving right along here, folks. We've got the really, Chiefs okay. at, the, at the football team, at the Washington football team. Patrick Mahomes. I'm sure there's some worry and urgency in Kansas City this week. The Chiefs are 2-3, and three, dead last in their division, and probably won't have... Uh, uh, well, I know they won't have CH and may not have Tyreek Hill for this game. More on that later. Mahomes hasn't thrown for 300 yards since week two, but is leading the league with 16 passing touchdowns. 
The football Weird. team gives up the sixth most passing yards and the second most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Five stars for Mr. Patty Mahomes. On to the running backs. With CEH on IR and well, he hasn't played very well, uh, except for like one week. The Chiefs mm -hmm. are forced to turn to Daryl 1L Williams. He is a good backup running back. Good enough. Picked him up Chiefs. in the league. There you go. Good enough to make him their number two because, uh, you know, they used to have. Who's the guy in Chicago now? Williams. Damian Williams. Damian. Thank you, Damian. Who, uh, spoiler alert, is on the COVID list and won't be playing this week. Uh, I did know that, actually. Um, but I still believe they make a trade within the next couple of weeks. Marlon Mack, anyone? <laughs> but, right. but that doesn't help us this weekend. Daryl Williams has averaged 4.8 yards per carry, 3.5 targets, and a half a touchdown in the last two weeks in limited time as a backup and obviously in relief of Allaire last week. Washington is giving up the 15th most rushing yards on the season wow. and the 10th most fantasy points to running backs. Nothing too crazy, but they've given but, up an average of three total touchdowns and 98 and a half rushing yards to running backs, including three receiving touchdowns to Cordero Patterson. I'm sorry. I think that's over. Is that total or over the last couple of weeks? Forgive me. I think that's over the last couple of weeks. Again, average of this three, is to also three like total touchdowns, 98 and a half rushing yards to running backs and technically Cordero Patterson is a running backs. I'm going to give three and a half stars to Daryl. Depends Williams. on which league you're playing in, but yeah, fair platform, which, which platform should you say? Yeah. Uh, but that's my rating for Mr. Daryl Williams. It's freaking good matchup, man. So three and a half stars for Williams, Tyreek Hill and the Kansas city wide receivers. Hill is truly questionable with what is feared to be a quad strain. Hill usually practices, so this is a little concerning. Uh, if Tyreek is out with his quad, uh, McCole Hardman would be the next guy up. He actually played pretty well last week, bringing in 9 of his 12 targets for 76 yards. Nothing too crazy there. It is a juicy matchup as Washington has given up the 6th most, sixth most passing yards in the league, along with 10 touchdowns to wide receivers specifically already. 5 stars for Hill if he goes. Though I don't think he will, so I'm going to give three and a half stars to Hardman. Heck, yeah, but that's that's my thumbnail right there. Is it? Oh, I got to change my thumbnail. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, I did make it before last week's I would, game. So. Well, you're supposed to do it tonight, so it's kind of hard to wait till tomorrow to, for the practice. I can swap report. out an image in 10 seconds. That's a good point. Travis Kelsey. Pardon me. I think Kelsey will actually be the primary beneficiary, beneficiary if Hill doesn't go. Washington has only allowed one touchdown to tight ends on the season, despite their defense being a huge disappointment this year, but he's still getting five stars. <laughs> Come on. Uh, on to Washington. Tyler Heineke. Heineke? Heineke. I'm going to go Heineke. Heineken? Uh, yep, definitely. We're just starting. Tyler Heineken. Don't they have a... We should, we should look up Heineken's uh, slogan or whatever. I mean, where to begin? We just went over the football team's struggles on defense. And the Chiefs' defense is probably the worst in the league, and in that, yeah, and in that, this game is the high, and this game is the highest over under of the week with fifty five and a half points. Wow! And we should see some points, so we should see some points all over the place. Chiefs are giving it the fourth most passing yards and the most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Makes Heineke a high end flex option with a little bit on top. I'm going to give him four stars. On to Gibson. Scott Turner, the offensive coordinator for the Washington football team. It, coincidentally, I think that's uh, North Turner's son. Don't quote me on that, but I think that's Brother? True. I think it's his son. 
um, his son's um, roommate's sister-in-law's <laughs> nephew. Exactly. <laughs> he said, Got it. <laughs> that guy said they are not limiting Gibson due to a fracture in his shin. Gibson has been missing Wednesdays, like habitually, for most of the season, but did get in limited session on Thursday. All signs point to him being fine. The Chiefs are also fourth worst in rushing yards in the league, but Gibson hasn't topped 100 rushing yards all season. But again, a high-scoring affair will give Gibson a great day. Four stars for Antonio Gibson. J.D. McKissick, which I grossly Unless, misspelled, yeah. <laughs> is a fine flex. There should be some passing work for him in this high-scoring game. I'm going to give him three stars. On to the receiving option. Hey, I just found my notes I didn't quite complete. Uh, we've already been over how horrible the Chiefs are on defense. This is going to be the highest, could be potentially the highest scoring game of the week. I already gave Mr. Heineke four stars. Scary Terry McLaren Anakin. is going to get five stars. He Chris really Samuels, doesn't like that nickname. He does not? No. He needs a new nickname then. Yeah. Because I feel like he's just that. He's a favorite player of mine, so I think he needs a nickname. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> Let me put my brain to work on this, and I'll come back to you next week. <laughs> Hopefully by the stream. By the stream. Okay, Ooh, keep yeah. going. Hey, I'm excited about not missing the stream this Sunday. On to Curtis Samuels. He is on your bench. Oh, I was kind he... of excited for you missing the stream this Sunday. Oh, that's awful of you to say that. <laughs> well, I just want to hear your regular voice. Oh, right. It is pretty pleasing, I will say. It was kind of, it was kind of uh, pleasant. Onward and up English accent. Curtis Samuels is on your bench because apparently he aggravated his groin again. Moving onward and upward. Other pass catchers for Washington. Logan Thomas is on the IR, so we're done with that matchup. That's it. Okay. Oh, we're, oh then this one's going to be super quick. And like I, like I said uh, before we started recording, I feel like I somehow shafted you with these matchups because this one's going to be really quick. It is the Houston Texans at the... It, uh, the Indianapolis Colts. Do you see Ooh. where this one's going? Uh, running um, back for the Colts, and then yeah. Okay, the so <laughs> we have Brandon Cooks here. Um, we're going to give oh, right, four right, right. stars here. This nice. is based on if Rakiasin and or Xavier Rhodes cannot go. If both of them do end up going, then I'm going to bump them down to two and a half stars. It's not either one of the Colts that it's not that either one of those corners are an elite set. But, they, you know, if one of them's out there, then it forces Cooks to move around or whatever. But Cooks is still on his way to probably another 1,000-yard season with Davis Jones at, at quarterback. Davis that helmet really does a lot to hide that turkey neck for Davis, Davis Mills. Mills. But, yeah. Yeah, no, sorry. I said yeah. Jones. But, yeah, it's Mills. Um, no other Texans <laughs> players. <laughs> Carson Wentz. I'm giving him four stars. I picked up Carson Wentz in our Super Flex League because wow. of this matchup. Yeah. So now, Chris, I propose to you, and I'm asking for a friend here. Definitely a friend. No one else. Does this friend have Definitely a name? Definitely a friend. What? Does this friend have a name? Um. Yes. This friend's name is John Johns. Okay. I um. That that's Martian Manhunter. Um, oh. John Johns would like time. to know is it, uh, would you start Carson pick one Carson Wentz Trevor Lawrence or um, Tua Tua against Jacksonville Trevor Lawrence against Miami or Carson Wentz against the Houston Texans I'm going Wentz I yep Wentz yeah um, the Texans are giving up just over 40, uh, 20 fantasy points per game 
Uh, that means I feel pretty good about Wentz this week. Four stars is maybe a little strong, but I'm going to go bold here, and I'm going to keep my four stars. Jonathan Taylor, the mm-hmm. Texans are giving up 21 point, 20 point, 20 point 20.1 fantasy points per game to opposing running backs. That's 15th best. While Marlon Mack and Naeem Hines, of course, are cutting into his workload, and that's mainly Hines. But Hines hasn't really done much fantasy-wise. And really, other than a couple of good runs against the Ravens this week, Pines ha- or Mac hasn't done much either. Um, he, like I said, have written down here, he's really the only Colts back that's producing, but and he's but he's only in on like 51, 52% of the snaps. I really wish that the Colts would just kind of commit more to using Jonathan Taylor. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. Just great. commit to the man. I, I don't know. I really don't know what Frank Reich's doing here, but I got to trust in my coach, so whatever. Like I said, they're my stupid Colts. Other than a dud in weeks two and three, Taylor has produced more than 14 half PPR points in every other game. He scored 30.4 points last week against Baltimore. I'm giving him 4.25 stars against the Texans. Zach Pascal, I'm giving him uh, a real sickening like two stars. Mm. He's like his fantasy points have gone down every week. You're not really trusting any other. Um, Colts wide receivers here. Pittman had a pretty decent game against Baltimore as well. They're talking about there's a potential for Naeem Hines coming, or Naeem Hines, T.Y. Hilton coming back this week. I saw that. Are you going to start him, though? Probably no. not. But 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 uh, it, I think it's worth to keep an eye on. A speculative ad and an ad and stash? Cool. And Zach Pascal, here's I came up with a scenario where you would start him. Here's my scenario. If you have Debo, Calvin Ridley, and De- Corey Davis all in buys with Will Fuller and Juju injured, Fire up Zach Pascal. It's Fuller out again. Yeah, he's on the IR, man. He's got two more weeks left on the IR, yeah. at least. Right. Okay. 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 Um, and then one quick injury news here for the Colts kicker Rodrigo Blankenship. He's dealing with a hip injury. He missed like the first half of the Monday Night Football game where the punter kicked in a field goal. Holy cow! Um, I was going to ask you if they signed a guy or brought a guy up from past squad I or something. Like that. I have not. I could not find that before okay. our recording. They were scraping the free wire or the free agency um, kicker market, though, f- to replace what is who has been called Hot Rod Rodrigo Blankenship. Yeah, it's sounds like he's not going to play this week, and you probably like weren't really you probably kicker. weren't having him it be your fantasy kicker anyways. If you do such a thing, I'm just throwing it out there in case you you were and I you mean, are. Is he is he or is he not one of the better kickers? He hasn't been that great this year. He okay. was last year. He was great okay. the last couple I stand, years. Not I stand this year. corrected. I stand corrected. Go ahead. You sit corrected. You're not standing right now. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been uh, it, right? That, Chris, that your next matchup is something like the Bengals or the Lions? Or the, I actually the... have the, the notes right on the page this time for a change. <laughs> I was hoping that you took my my matchup. My, I'll be a quick matchup, but, you know, yeah. still to kind of get to the right spot. Yeah, nope, precisely. we talked about that matchup. Oh, we're talking about the Vikings at the Cleveland Browns? That's not even a matchup this week. Keep going, man. Oh, did I do that? No, I was just I was just oh, mashing up two of them that I have written down for you. <laughs> you never know. You never know with me sometimes, Josh. Um, well, I'm... after last year when we both kind of did this something similar, <laughs> it's, it's, oh, it's in the world within the realm of possibility. Oh, okay. Um, what the heck? Or like last year when I did like I did one of your matchups and then you did your matchup too, and I'm like, what are you talking? I'm like, dude, I already talked about that. And you're like, yeah, you gave it to me. And I'm like, what? No, I yeah. did it. And yeah. then we had to do it on the fly. <laughs> and that was during a stream. Hey, it's happened. 
It's happening. It's year one, folks. Last year was year zero. Speaking of the fly, Joe Burrow. <laughs> no, um, I mean, do they he's call been... Joe Burrow the fly? No, that's Jeff Goldblum. But it I'm could not... be Joe Burrow. It could be. Okay, but a bad nickname. But anyway, <laughs> that's um, a terrible he's... nickname. He's been playing pretty well the past. Uh, I mean, two weeks, maybe three, if you count completion percentage. Yeah, he's, he he's hasn't been, been kind of great of a fantasy back though, or quarterback. That's, that's fair. He's been on the cusp. I like to. Well, I just coined this. I'm going to call it the cusp because it's kind of like that twelve to fifteen range where you're like weekly. You're like, you know, you're you're pretty good real life quarterback, but you're just you're just on that cusp right now. But he's been throwing for a great percentage. Uh, I mean, Chase is just on fire. Uh, you know, Burrow threw for 348 Ooh, yards two weeks ago. Last week, 281 yards, couple touchdowns. Um, I'm going to give Joe Burrow versus these Lions a four-star rating because mm-hmm. the Lions, you know? On to Joe Mixon. I think this is a more salient uh, fantasy advice here. Mixon saved his fantasy day with a touchdown last week and a loss to the Packers, but only had 10 carries and 28% snaps. Obviously, they were bringing him back off an injury, so they were easing him in. The Bengal, uh, if he can increase his practice activity this week, he did get in a limited session on uh, today on Thursday. It sounds like he's going to play. Sounds like he's probably going to play. Furthermore, before I give you his rating, uh, Samaj P. Ryan uh, is on the COVID list. Unclear if he tested it positive. He's not going or to play. Not. He's out. Oh, is that official? I'm almost positive. Okay, thank you. That's and fine. as I say that, Joe Mixon isn't practicing on Thursday. What the H? I thought I got a limited session in. Now it's according to SI.com, sportsillustrated.com. Okay. Slash NFL, uh, slash Bengals, slash news, slash the latest on J- Bengals slash, star slash, receiver slash, Joe, slash. Mag- Joe Mixon and, and the rookie Dante Smith. Does that mean Chris Evans is going to play, Josh? I'm not buying it. If <laughs> America it. played last week, I saw that. I saw that. He didn't look good, though, ass. apparently. He didn't look good, apparently, though. Let me continue here. So I'm counting oh, Mixon I mean, is out. He doesn't have the super, uh, super, super. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yet. counting. I'm counting. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan is out uh, in, because of what you just told me, but, uh, but also let's whether. Put, he... Let's put Mixon in and give him like. Two-thirds of, of a workload. Two-thirds, you think? And then turn to whomever else and is then, on the roster? And then, and, then we'll, and, then we'll like, and then we'll say, stay tuned for the Sunday stream where you can check us out on uh, sure. YouTube good, and, good and just search for Amazing Fantasy Football to check in for the latest, um, the last-minute injury updates and the money If you're watching up. the video, turn on your notifications. You'll know when we go live. And... You can just click on the AFFB like little link thing on the YouTubes, and I don't know how it works. I rarely use you. I use YouTube for one thing, Chris, and one thing only, and that's yoga. And that's weird considering I'm fat. But go, keep going. Yoga, yoga sounds great. Let me let me continue as you just said. Uh, so I said yoga, not yogurt. I'm gonna count Samaje Piran is out. He was on the COVID list, whether he tested negative uh, positive or not. It's too quick of a turnaround to get. To, to pass protocol and Evans didn't look great. Uh, this could force Mixon back into a workhorse role. I'm going to give five stars to Mixon. Assuming he goes, assuming he goes, uh, Jamar chase tied for second in the league with five receiving touchdowns. Detroit gives up the six fewest fantasy, six fewest fantasy second? points to wide receivers, but still, uh, let me hold off and talk about Tiggins here for, uh, T Higgins for a moment while I, before I give you chase and T Higgins rating, 
aka Tiggins, seven targets uh, in his return and caught a two-point conversion was about the highlight of Tiggins a day. Still, we have to see Chase as the far and away number one now and rate accordingly. Lions are worse versus the run, so I see a heavy mixing game here, hence why I gave him five stars. Yeah. With Chase playing out of his mind, I think Tiggins is just a flex this week with three stars. I'm going to give Chase four and a half stars. He's just on fire. You know, well, that's the Jeremy end of the Timbers. That's the end of the second. Cincinnati pass catchers because Boyd has been underwhelming and they don't have a tight end. He's had of. one okay game and that was about Precisely. it. Precisely. And it was dirt while Tiggins was out too. Tiggins is back. Uh, the Lions. Oh. Uh, honestly, I have literally one note. Five letters. Jared Goff is on your bench. Jamal Williams uh, and and DeAndre Swift. Swift has just you know he's been catching both the ball well going into this week. Both are questionable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no, I did I did catch up on that actually. Um, Why did you put catch up on it? <laughs> I said catch up. Cats up. Ew, yeah. gross. I've never said it that way. I've always thought that was the weirdest thing ever. Weirdest. In fact, Chris, ever. they're the same thing. They are, but it's just it's a weird name. Who calls it catsup? That that sounds disgusting. It does. It absolutely does. It sounds like it sounds like a like like a, like a taxidermied cat would that's like has its legs straight up in the air. Catsup. Catsup. Cats taxidermy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it sounds terrible. It just uh... So Chris, um do you buy any other ketchup that's not Heinz ketchup? Uh, buy no, but when I get the, uh, God given opportunity to go to Whataburger down South, I get fancy ketchup. Other than that, it's Heinz and everything else kind of stinks. Yeah, it's hot garbage. And you know what's, you know, it's the, you know how ketchup, you know how you know if ketchup's really bad, like don't even do, um, eat it when it's called cats up. Yeah. With a C. So let's cats up with the, with this matchup here. And, uh. <laughs> All right. uh, it looks like the these Lions running backs are going are a little to play. hobbled. Yeah. Question mark? Big question mark there. We we already did golf there on the bench. We're going to go on. So tune into the Sunday, the AFFB Sunday morning stream where you can have some coffee with Chris and Josh and um, you know you get for it for real for real. Especially as it pertains to Jamal Williams because he's kind of doubled up here with a hip and an illness. Uh, he's hip to the illness. Appar- apparently, they practiced Wednesday limited on when I say they, I mean both Swift and Jamal Williams uh, practiced limited on Wednesday, but then missed Thursday altogether. Jamal Williams was due to a hip, and as I said, a non. Well, an illness. It is non-COVID nineteen related. Um, so, uh, as you said, tune in Sunday morning. But we're really tuning in here Friday to see what the practice report looks like. Um, yeah, but ain't no one got ain't no one but us got time for that stuff. So, yeah, whatever. I'm going to say if Jamal Williams goes, let's make him a flex worthy option at three stars. If Swift goes, bear with me for a moment. Forgive me, things are changing as oh, we Oh, four speak. hours ago. Jamal Williams did not practice today. Swift with a groin had was limited, and so was TJ Hawkins. Okay, here we go. Yeah, oh yeah, we'll get to Hawkins in a minute for sure. He's he's been hobbled for some time. Yeah. If they you know, if they continue to be limited, uh, but they haven't missed any game time, it should be good to go for week six, but you know, barring any setbacks. So it, it, obviously if Jamal Williams doesn't go, we're gonna be higher on Swift. Let's give Swift four and a half stars if Williams doesn't go, more like four stars if Williams does go and mm-hmm. i think as a team especially to say their wide receiver and tight end 
uh, injuries that we'll mention here in a moment, they're going to lean on both running backs in this matchup. So they yeah. really need them to go. I'm kind of excited to see maybe like this Jamar Jefferson that Detroit keeps Everybody's, talking about. Yep. Like, yeah. And like, I think it's got maybe speed. Swift, maybe Swift and or Jamal Williams just gets slid into the wide receiver role. And I'm, I'm trying, I'm not trying to, t- I swear I'm not trying to take over your matchup, but with mm-hmm. um, Quintez Cephas, Cephas, who was not a fancy option, but he was definitely a body out there as a wide receiver for the lions. Like, <laughs> Ah man, you, you might see a lot of two wide re- or two running back sets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I do mention the Bengals here. I've only allowed six passing touchdowns all year, so generally I'm leaning towards benching all the Lions wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to the tight end Hawkinson. Hawkinson has been banged up for a while now. He has been playing through his knee injury and got in a limited session today uh, after having Wednesday off. Only 13 targets in his last three games, and yeah. the Bengals give up the fifth fewest points to tight ends still he's the primary receiving option especially with quintez cephas out with a collarbone i'm gonna give three and a half conservative stars to hawk that's it go hawks there you go and uh i man i don't know if you if you have a spot a bench spot maybe uh think about picking up khalif raymond he had a pretty good game um not last week not last Uh, week but the week before mm -hmm. um but and the only problem is that here's the here's the Rams schedule or the Lions schedule Lions going schedule, forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bengals this week, Rams next week, uh, gross. Um, the Eagles, eh. the Steelers, good. Browns, bad. Bears, eh. Vikings, good. You know, so like there's some. It's, they're all over the map as far as like they just don't have a good stretch of. Man, are the Vikings gonna go like Owen? Or the, I'm sorry, are the Lions gonna go like Owen seventeen and be the first team to go Owen sixteen and Owen seventeen? Right, we're 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 first. It's like when you go to the YouTube comments and you put first, <laughs> they're gonna be the first uh, yeah. to set that record. Anyways, let's let's keep rolling here, man. Um, we're oh, real we're, quick, your 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 good uh, what was it Cephas? I'm getting my names confused. Quintez I'm sorry, Khalif Raymond. The one good game Khalif Raymond had was. More or less due to catching two touchdowns. So, you know, hard. But he had yardage to go with those touchdowns, too. And I watched part of that game, and he looked okay doing it. 46 yards. Which is what? 46 yards. He got three of six targets for 46 yards and two touchdowns. You know what, Chris? Never mind. All right. Quit poking <laughs> hole in my, 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 my Khalif Raymond boat, okay? Quit just, poking hole. Mm. <laughs> right. Next this guy. <laughs> Are you done poking holes? I am. I am dumb. Okay, then I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers at the Chicago Bears. I mean, this is the battle of Midway here. Like this mm-hmm. is the oldest one of one of the oldest sports rivalries. And it might sports. be the oldest. No, Army Navy in college. Army Navy. I was going to go with um, Red Sox Yankees, but Army Navy is also right up there as well. Like, um, like 1900s, dude, like like beginning of the 1900s. Yeah. Yankees, Red Sox as well. Um, let's start with the visiting team, which would be the Green Bay Packers and their back Aaron Rodgers. We have them four and a half stars. Those 3.3 fantasy points that Mr. Rodgers put up in week one is really dragging down his points per game and overall ranking. Mm -hmm. And the Bears are only giving up 15.2 points per game to quarterbacks. But other than Matthew Stafford, they really haven't faced a fantasy giant like Aaron Rodgers. At quarterback, so I'm going to give him four and a half stars. I really like Aaron Rodgers this week. Uh, on to the other Aaron on the Packers. That would be Aaron Jones. 
So far, Aaron Jones is the RB7 on the season. He's averaging 16.1 half PPR points per game. We, we go by half PPR. All right, folks, always, like always. I'm going to stop saying that. Yeah, we. I just figured I was going to really hit it in week six, just to just in case people are like, well, I mean, but in my leagues, he's been scoring twenty some points, and then someone else is like, well, in my leagues, he's been scoring ten point something point. Yeah, you know, like I don't know why I did those voices. Um, <laughs> um, the, but the Packers are, al- or I'm sorry, the Bears are allowing a hundred four combo yards to opposing backs, so it's pretty good. Um, well, good for Aaron Jones. The only problem is that they've allowed just three rushing touchdowns and zero receiving touchdowns to running backs. I still like Jones this week. I'm going to give him four stars. Devontae Adams. The Bears are probably going to try and get Jalen Johnson, who it's he's in his, I believe, sophomore season. He is PFF's number 11 ranked cornerback. And on he's, they're going to try and get him on Devontae Adams as much as possible. But Jalen Adams, or I'm sorry, Jalen Johnson likes to play 94% of his snaps on the perimeter. And Devontae Adams lines up pretty much all over the field. So they can get, they can scheme Adams away from Jalen Johnson. Um, the other Bears cornerbacks are not nearly as good. So I'm going to give four and a half stars to Devontae Adams. Here's a lengthy thing about Robert Tunyon, and it's not an in-your-face, Chris. It's more of a this oh, is I'm, why we I'm, need I'm this is why it, yeah. we need it. this is why we need to get stop thinking about Robert Tunyon. Yep. And and yep. I'm and I'm only saying that because I'm really not doing this to be an in-your-face, Chris. I was right about Robert Tunyon and blah blah blah. Um, it was more, and now I'm making it sound like I am. It's it's just but I'm not. I'm really not. I'm really not. The, um, the past two weeks, the Bears D have Hawkinson and Darren Waller. Can we agree that both of those two are better tight or what are two of the better tight ends in the league, right? Even though Amen. Top Waller three or is, four. Or even though Hawkinson's a little banged up. Can we agree on that, right? Top yeah. three or four easily. Great. They combined they combined for eight point seven fantasy points against the Bears. Not good. Yep. Um Bad. And Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Goff or Carr, but even then, Tanya uh, started out the season um, in on 77 and 71% of the Packers' snaps. Last week, he was in on only 60% of the team's snaps. And and that's probably one of the reasons why he's the tight end 33 on the season so far. One and a half stars for him. We're, I mean, we're in week six. It's maybe <laughs> time to start moving on from Robert Tunyon. Oh, I dropped. Even him. if yeah, you yeah. drafted him, it's like sometimes it's just time to cut bait and whatever. I don't. I think he has like one touchdown in the season. It's just it's not good for Tunyon. And and I'm sorry. Like at this point in week six, I, I probably after week four, I probably after week three, really, I'm gonna start exploring different options at at tight end. And maybe you hit on Docs, uh, Docs, Dawson Knox. Maybe hopefully you did. But even then. I mean, there's just, it's hard to stream tight ends. It's nearly impossible, and we need to do something to fix this. But let's move on to the bear side. And maybe we can circle back around for that uh, in a second, Chris. Justin Fields, uh, the Packers, they're just a the middle of the road against fantasy quarterbacks. They're giving up 19.3 points per game. But Jair Alexander and Zadaria Smith, who are the Packers' uh, elite corner and pretty decent pass rushers, Zadaria Smith, are both going to be out for this game. That should give Fields a good chance to build upon a, a solid NFL performance, not a real solid fantasy performance last week. I'm going to get, I'm going to keep my expectations for this week pretty low, but a lot higher, like looking into the future. I'm going to give Fields two and a half stars this week. 
maybe getting maybe two and three two and three quarter stars with you know maybe flirting with that three but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna look to start him this week damian williams i have him at 2.75 stars but oh wait he's on the covid list and he is now listed as out so let's move on to khalil herbert where i just picked him up in one league um right before we started recording um like I have all the, uh, just bear with me for a second. It appears to be a timeshare, not that Williams showed, uh, and, and not the Damian Williams show with Monty Alba, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's going to be the Khalil Herbert show this week. Um, Williams got the start, yada, yada. It was more, slightly more efficient, and Williams got the touchdown. This getting so on and so on. The Packers are only giving up 18.7 points per game to opposing running backs. That's as a whole, not individually. And this isn't the greatest matchup, but Khalil Herbert is now in with Damian Williams out and David Montgomery out. So I'm going to bump Khalil Herbert up to a three and a half stars. How do you feel about that, Chris? I mean, Williams is out. I, it's aggressive. I'll say that much. But I tried to pursue him in a couple leagues, probably more as a bent stash. But yeah, I think he'd be a little aggressive. But hey, man, you do you. Allen Robinson, I'm giving him two and three quarter stars. I hate to say it, but Darnell Mooney has been the better receiver so far. This mm-hmm. is despite the fact that Allen Robinson is out sla- up, out slapping. He is out slapping. Dar- he is out snapping Darnell Mooney. But I gotta follow the numbers here. Darnell Mooney, he missed Wednesday's practice with a growing, but it sounds like he's gonna get a okay to start this week. As I mentioned at the top of the show or the top of the matchup, JL Alexander is out on the IR, meaning that Robinson and Mooney are likely to get go up against Eric Stokes, who has been good at times, and Kevin the liability king as king, far as yeah. the cornerbacks go. So I'm gonna give Darna Mooney three stars. And a lot of that is just like I could I could see Fields coming out and like, you know, firing the ball all over the place. But Eric Stokes is more of a ball hawk than a cover corner. So you know like there's a potential for Stokes to get an interception here. But Kevin King is just I work with a dude who's a who's a he's a big Packers fan, and he like like um, what was it like weeks like two, three, and four was celebrating the fact that Kevin King was out with an illness. That's how bad he's been. Wow. Um, Cole Komet, I'm giving him one and three quarter stars. He's just a tight end dart throw, and he's on the end of that at the very low end. It sounds like um, Jimmy Graham and Cole Komet are being brought in more as line as blockers. Blockers, yeah, yeah. Um, and which has really kind of hurt him. Maybe Cole Komet next year. It doesn't sound like it this year. Still winning that bet, though, by the way, Chris. What's your next matchup? My next matchup is... Did I already do the Bengals at Lions? I did. Wow. I, again, I think we're moving along pretty well. Onward we're doing okay. Car- Let's keep rolling. Onward to the Cardinals at Browns. Kyler Murray. The Browns just allowed 47 points to the Chargers, including four passing touchdowns and run rushing touchdown by Herbert. Kyler is dealing with his shoulder, but I'm sure he plays and tries to keep his team undefeated and redeem his poor performance from last week. I'm going to give him five stars. Because I'm sorry, Browns... did you say that Kyler Murray has a shoulder injury again? Yeah, yep. But Throwing okay. shoulder? Mm, you know, I don't have that detail. Forgive me. Oh, Chris. I... I know, I know disappointing i keep going man. Uh, uh, that was five stars for kyler on to the running backs uh connor and chase i love how i put chase's first name edmonds and connor chase looked bad last week uh chase edmonds looked bad last week most likely due to nursing a shoulder injury and connor scored Mm -hmm. again from the goal line he has five touchdowns in the last 
three weeks. That Connor, mm-hmm. that is. Browns are eighth, fewest fantasy points to running backs. Uh, if Edmonds is limited again, in terms of, like I said, shoulder, if he's limited again, Connor will steal more looks, putting them both in the low-end flex territory for me. Fence riding the poop out of this one with 2.5 stars for each. <laughs> you have New the other co- word for poop written down, don't you? No, I don't have any of that written down. I just went off the cuff, but I, I did okay. hesitate. Uh, I've got kids, folks. You know, what do you want from me? <laughs> New Hopkins has missed both Wednesday and Thursday practice due to a non-COVID illness. Hopefully he's fine and practices Friday. I like Nuke as a wide receiver, too, in this high-scoring affair. 3.75 stars. Um, basically, the remaining pass catchers for Arizona, A.J. Green, Rondell Moore, Christian Kirk, and Max Williams. Due to Max Williams, who had become a favorite target of Kyler's, being put on IR and ending his season, I like Rondell and Kirk to pick up the slack a little bit here. Let me continue. However, Kirk has been uh, MIA, MIA the last two weeks, so I'm benching him. I don't mean he's literally been out. I just mean he hasn't done much. Rondell Moore intrigues me a little bit this week because if Edmonds also misses, I see Rondell getting an increased role both through the air and on the ground. I am predicting they draw up some creative underneath plays for Rondell, and he surprises this week. But similar to Kirk, he has been relatively unpredictable. That brings me to a kind of aggressive 3.75 stars for Rondell Moore. Oh, no. boy, I could I could not agree. I could not disagree with you more, but no. all right. Okay. Like I said, I said uh, it's really semi aggressive. Defense may not be elite, but they're really good still. Uh, I, to be honest with you, I'm a little, I'm a little in between there. They're hard to figure out right now. They just give it 47 points. Granted, we love the Chargers. Chargers are a great offense, but uh, I just, I don't know. It was okay. two weeks, two weeks ago. I felt like it was the opposite. Josh. Hey, Chris. Yeah. You're entitled to your opinion. That's of fine. course. No, I just wanted to say, but like two weeks ago, it's almost like me and you were flip flopped with the Browns defense. I know. Isn't it crazy? That's I, when what I'm I said getting. it, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so I, that I think sometimes it's okay to be iffy, and I think that's important to our listeners. Uh, that was it for the uh, Cardinals side of the ball because, as I said, uh, they don't have a tight end of note here because uh, what's his that's, face? And they really haven't. Max Williams is, is is done for the year. Exactly. Uh, On to the Browns. Uh, Baker had his best game of the year with over 300 yards. Uh, I'm sorry. He had his best game of the year with over 300 yards for the first time since week one. Only a two turn, only two touchdown performance of the year so far for him besides week two where he ran one in and threw one. Um, so I'm going to give him a very startable 3.25 stars in terms of a low end streamer option there because that's really what he has been. So far, Chubb has missed practice all week with a calf and Kareem Hunt. Uh, has a wrist and a knee situation going on here. So, I mean, Chubb didn't not... practice yesterday, but he rarely practices on Wednesday. It sounds like, or has that, that's been a lot exactly what I was about. So to get it to. sounds more like veteran, veteran day. Well, usually veteran day off is just Wednesday, but I think they're erring on the side of a lot of teams there. aren't really playing aren't really practicing on Tuesdays, and I think it's more like film room stuff on Tuesdays. It sounds like just... from. They what I've been getting, like like modern yeah, NFL Sunday. like the last this past season and maybe some of the last is that teams are just doing like film room stuff on Tuesdays and not trying to wear their players down or whatever. But I'm only speculating and I'm once again encroaching. So Chris, tell me 
Shut the heck up and I'll shut up, Josh. Um, Thank so you. It's, just, it, it's, it's really vague right now. I, I'm literally reading some updates here. The Browns have yet to shed much light on the situation, although a second, obviously a second consecutive mispractice indicates that Wednesday's absence was maybe more than a veteran day off. Hmm. Um, I'm still going to give him a pretty decent rating here. Uh, Cardinals are an okay defense, but Chubb is, you know, both running backs, honestly, are very productive. I'm going to give Chubb four stars and Hunt three stars. On to the pass catchers, OBJ. Four catches and 47 yards total in the last two weeks. And lastly, yeah, dude. Obviously, uh, you know, and, and last week when he's when he did that, the Browns scored 42 points. What the heck? You know, he's not doing much. DPJ, Donovan Peoples-Jones caught five of six targets for 70 yards. Nothing spectacular there. Jarvis took a step closer in rehab, but he's not going to play. Uh, yeah. It sounds so frustrating with what I think is a good offense to bench all their pass catching options. I'm going to give OBJ a reasonable 2.5 stars. Maybe get him in your flex there if you're desperate. On to the tight ends. Uh, Njoku was limited Thursday with a knee, but he had a heck of a game. I'm just going to bench him anyway, dude. I just don't think he can rely on that. I mean, you want to talk about a tight end dart throw? Out of yeah, nowhere. That's a, he's a real tight end dart throw. Like a legit tight end dart throw. Well, and he has been all year. I mean, until, you know, like you said, comes out of nowhere. Or, and, you know, 20 points. Fantasy points. But I'm going to bench him. That's the end of that matchup, sir. All right, let's move along to... Sorry, I was just looking at my fantasy team from the Thursday Night Football game. Let's move on to... This is another quick one, dude. Like I said, man, I'm sorry. I feel like I shafted you here. Um, but this didn't look like it when I initially did the um, the matchup assignments, which it, it, it's a real stupid but yet random way that I assign them. Um, let's, this is the Las Vegas Raiders at the Denver Broncos. Let's start out off the top here. Since 2003, I did some digging on this one. Since 2003... Or ought three, um, if you're one of those folks, uh, following a midseason head coach departure that, and starting with a new interim head coach, and that would be whether it's by termination or resignation, the new interim head coach has won, and and that and said team has won only forty one percent of the time. That's actually not that bad, considering. That's actually like, that's actually not that good. No, it's not. I mean, it means it probably won't happened. win, but still, that's higher than I thought it would be. Go ahead. Someone was like, oh, you know, so on and so on. Weirdly, dude, weirdly, I couldn't find Nick Saban in this at all. Remember, like, when did Nick Saban jump the shark with um, the I Dolphins? I feel like it was mid-season. Well, not mid, but it was during season, I feel like. Was it, was, it, it was in mid-season, so not like the middle, but still, it was, it was in, during. within season. Within I couldn't find him on this list. But anyways, <laughs> um, maybe it was preseason. I he probably pre paid him off. He probably paid him off. Don't talk bad anyways, about me. Um, <laughs> I, like in 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 our Discord chat, I called Las Vegas the the man behind the curtain last last sun like Sunday night or whatever, um, in, in reference to the Wizard of Oz and that they're really not all that great and powerful. They were just kind of a paper champion, and it, and it sure seems like that. And and they they have been an illusion of excellence, at least on the offensive side of the ball. Their defense has actually played rather well. Okay. Um, and I'm not starting anyone on this Raiders defense or offense whatsoever. But let's touch on Darren Waller here real quick. Darren Waller, I'm going to give him three three point seven five stars. That's a really low rating, and but Denver is only allowing four point seven four fantasy points per game to the tight end position, and have and but the only tight end of significance that they face is Mark Andrews. 
the best thing this special teams coordinator slash head turned head coach is can do is feed the ball to Darren Waller and stop screwing around with these mediocre wide receivers. Real quick, Denver is top three is is a top three best against quarterbacks, running backs, and tight ends as far as fantasy points allowed. And top what? I'm sorry. Top, what's it? Top what? I'm sorry. Top three. They're the wow. three bet. They're they're uh, one of the three. I know best. you've been saying it every week. I know it just and wow. and then they are they are top half against wide receivers. Don't get cute here. Only start Darren Waller, and even then, don't expect the moon from him. Let's move on to the Broncos side of the ball. Las Vegas's defense has played rather well to date, giving up only 16.5 points per game to opposing quarterbacks. I'm going to give Teddy three and a half stars here, but it's more of a super flex league sort of start, that sort of thing. And even then, uh, Melvin Gordon, he missed Wednesday's practice with the hip problem. The past two weeks, he's been nursing rib and lower leg issues as well. Um, is it is there a chance that Melvin Gordon is like the the miles are really starting to build up on Gordon's tires here? I think so. Um, perhaps it's just midweek veteran rest, which it probably Longest is. Longest season it's hard ever. To say, but despite these injuries, uh, Melvin Gordon is still getting usage out of the Denver's backfield. So I'm going to give him two and a half stars here. But let's hope of all hopes and in our heart of hearts, I'm hoping that Melvin Gordon sits this week so that the Denver Broncos can see what they have in Javonta Amen. Williams. Amen. Or we can see that Javonta Williams ain't all that. So, like, let's see it one At way or the other. At least we would have some clarity. I can dump Javonte, or I can keep him on my roster. Because there are some times where I'm just like, dude, you are getting close to getting cut here. Mm-hmm. Um, the Raiders are giving up the seventh most points per game to the running back. Position. So even if Gordon does play, there is there are Williams isn't the worst option out there. In this same matchup, I wouldn't sit Josh Gore, Josh Jacobs over Williams. What do you think, Chris? I just <laughs> sit Josh, Josh Jacobs, Jacobs over his, his backup. I'm sorry, Josh Jacobs or Javante Williams. Oh, <sighs> assuming is not Gordon is out, friend. This is in general. Gordon is out. Is that what you're uh, on this premise? Doesn't matter. If Gordon is out, it's obviously. I think it's obviously Williams. I think but so too. If, Otherwise, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's the Raiders guy. I think it's... Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, but you can't even say his name. It's the Raiders guy. <laughs> Let's move on to Cortland Sutton. Despite the Raiders corners playing okay, this is a this is an okay, this is a good to okay matchup. Jacobs. Or, um, he had a great game against the Steelers last week, but that's not saying much. But he could very well do it again. This is Cortland Sutton, so I'm going to give him four stars. Let's move on to Tim Patrick here. Three and a quarter stars. If you don't know who K- Tim Patrick is, you've been asleep in a bomb shelter. He's... Not an elite talent, but he's quietly the wide receiver 30 on the season. One spot below Cortland Sutton, too. That's Patrick is, is averaging 10.6 fantasy points per game, so he should be in consideration for your flex spot. Um, what about this one, Chris? Mm-hmm. Tim Patrick or Josh Jacobs? Mm, Jacobs. Interesting. I, I think it's Patrick, but it's very, very, very close. Let's go to Noah Fant here. If you drafted Noah Fant like this guy in a league, you're keeping him in your lineup, but I, I, I think you're keeping him in your lineup unless you... I'm sorry. You're keeping Noah Fant in your lineup unless you picked up Dawson Knox in free agency. He's really been disappointing, but he's in on 85.8% of the Broncos snaps. He's just not getting the yardage 
or enough touchdowns to really like keep you happy. But what else? I mean, really, what are you going to do? Like Noah Finn or Tyler Hickley, flip a coin. It doesn't matter, you know? Agreed. I, Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what's your next matchup, man? I'm getting close to the end. I'm out. I, I, you I'm should be on your last one. I was about to say, I started, so it's my I last gave you, one. No, I gave you the Arizona one on purpose because I'm like, no, I'm not doing I'm Kyler. I'm not doing Kyler again. Six and weeks. I gave him five stars. <laughs> and I gave him like four and a half last week or something really close like that. Yeah. Uh, and he had a bad week to be, to be, you know, uh, I was drink. wrong. I didn't Just say drink. it. <laughs> I am <laughs> constantly. <laughs> All right. Cowboys at Patriots, man. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't have the point spread in front of me. I assume the Cowboys are pretty well favored, maybe even by an entire touchdown, maybe six points. I don't know, but, uh, let's go on to Dak here. Cause I think you might be surprised about a couple of my takes here. No surprise that the Pats are good versus the pass, giving up the fifth fewest passing yards and the sixth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. Despite giving up three touchdowns to uh, Davis, this is my real neck Mills. Belichick probably tries to take away Dak and Kellen Moore, the play caller. I'm sorry, probably, probably tries to take away Dak. And Kellen Moore, the play caller for Dallas, has been tailoring his game plan to the opponent. So Wait, I think is, he, is he still the, uh, the OC there? Nice. Yep. Good job. He's, Tell him more. He's probably keep, sorry. He's, keep going. He might be the head coach in a couple years. We'll see. We'll pull the whole freaking Jason Maybe Garrett and waiting thing and all that BS, whatever. But he's, he's been a really good play caller, man. Mike McCarthy um, still need analytics in his time off. You know, I was going to make a point earlier. You said something about a coach. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, forgive me which name it was, but like sometimes, Oh, it's a special teams guy. You were surprised. He was named the guy. Sometimes the guy that has a little more time in his hands, meaning he's not the one calling the offensive and, or defensive plays is the guy that can manage the team better. So that's yeah, just okay, a thing Joe I want Judge. to add <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, so, okay. So where was I? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> I know. I hear you. That's funny. Um, Callum Moore, the play caller, has been tailoring his game plan to the opponents. So I see Dak only having a decent day here with 3.75 stars on to the runners. Given I see the Pats trying to take away the pass, both backs can eat here. Packs are kind of middle of the road versus the run at 18th most rushing yards allowed and 10th fewest fantasy points. That's pretty decent. I think we see tons of carries and underneath passes to both backs this week. Four stars for Zeke, 3.5 stars for Pollard. On to the, you know, actual pass catchers, I guess you want to call it. Amari, with four touchdowns on the year, Amari should be okay as one of Dak's favorite red zone targets. But make no mistake, he is a wide receiver too now. And as I said, there will be a concerted effort to stop Dak and his passing options. Still, I expect some red zone looks for Amari. I'm going to give him 3.5 stars. Mm. On to C.D. Lamb. The run-heavy approach has hurt C.D. in the past weeks. So this week, he's a low-end wide receiver, too, for me with 2.75 stars. Hey, Chris. On... Yes, go ahead. Um, this you, You're really missing an opportunity as I'm looking on our bet board over here mm-hmm. to rub in the face that Amari Cooper is taking um, CD behind the woodshed at the moment. Yeah. But honestly, both of them been hurt. He's giving him bit. light little swats, but you know, I mean, he's not whipping <laughs> yeah. the bell out or anything, but <laughs> yeah. taking him behind the woodshed. Yeah. It's been, it's, it's honestly been a little bad for both receivers, but again, Amari with the four touchdowns. Well, and it being doesn't help when, it target. doesn't help when Dak is the quarterback 20 on the season and guys like, Jameis Winston and Taylor still? Heineken. Is that low still? 
No, I'm just messing with you. Okay, he's, thank he's, you. He's I was like, <laughs> after like week, what was that bad week he had? I forget the opponent, but it was like, yeah, he dropped down quite a bit to like the teens or something. Uh, yeah, he was but he was definitely in the in the high teens. Since then, he threw like four touchdowns last week or something. I don't recall, but uh, let's go on the tight ends because you know, week despite... two. By the way, week two. There you go. Thank you. Week two. Uh, so we got the receivers done here. Let's go on to the tight ends, or should I say, the tight end. Uh, it's so hilarious. I literally made an egregious typo here. I put Jarwin instead of Schultz. Schultz has seized the starting tight end job over the last couple weeks and is the tight end for on the season. Uh, Schultz has not been hurt by the run-heavy approach. Uh, Pats are number one in yards versus tight ends. Still, uh, given that I feel a, bit, a little bit more of a run-heavy approach here with the backs, and I've got a pretty decently low rating on CD, I think Schultz can 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 eat again so to speak i'm gonna give him 3.5 stars and obviously i'm gonna bench jarwin like schultz is far and away mm. the starter now um he's played, he's played better i didn't see it coming i did not but it happened nope no i don't i don't think anyone dude no one did well and jarwin schultz, looked so good last year or well we, year before you mean last year for like the four he games got hurt he in? before he got um, hurt but also 29 and so far uh dalton schultz is the 15th most uh he has played in the 15th most snaps out of all tight ends in the league he is he always is on the field out, he is out snapping like. blake jarwin 72 to 51 good call thank you for looking that up i appreciate that, yep, that you're was welcome great. that's what we're here uh, on to the Patriots. Uh, I literally only put one player on this um, because, you know, I understand Dallas has given up some yards here and there, uh, but they're actually a pretty darn good defense. So I only put Damian Harris in here for the Patriots because you're not going to play Mac Jones, obviously. Damian uh, Williams got a... Uh, dude, there are too Williams? many players for the name of Williams. Did we, I say we Williams? We were joking preseason about more, but... Dude, there are so many Williams players there in is. the league right now. Daryl, Mike Williams, there's Damian Williams. There's did Darryl I say Williams, Williams or did I say there's Harris? There's Jamal Williams. There's, I mean, I meant Damian Harris. If I said Williams, um, he's got some ribs That's issues my here. Bad. I said, I said. Oh, Williams. did you super superimpose that? That's fine. We could we could yeah, move man, right I'm along. Sorry. It's fine. Uh, last matchup, or at least last for me. Uh, Patriots. Uh, Damian Harris. Uh, he's got a rib issue here. It's not serious. He got in limited session today on Thursday. Uh -huh. He should be fine. Dallas is fifth best in rushing runs allowed. I think I discussed it last week, maybe even the week before, where teams have to throw against Dallas. So that's going to be a little inflated in terms of how good they are in rushing yards and et cetera. But they're still a pretty darn good defense. That's uh, I just want to make that point. Uh, I said fifth okay. best in rushing yards. Fifth fewest points allowed to fantasy running backs. That's pretty significant. I'm going to give mm -hmm. Damon Harris. But Damon Harris is still in your lineup, in my opinion. He's been over double digits every week in fantasy points. He's Drink. a low-end flex 2.75 stars. And that's all my matchups, sir. Um, real quick, as soon as oh. I can locate where the stupid team is, um, since James White went down, none of these running backs are really getting a ton of like targets. Hmm. Uh, well, we never James think White. Harris is going to get targets, so it's it's more of a just a right. But I'm just saying, so like bad. I'm just saying, Ramondre Stevens and Brandon Bolden. Brandon Bolden has does have the exact same amount of targets as James White at 14. I'm just saying, like. It's if like Harris is thinking, out, oh, JJ Taylor is going to come in and get no. all the targets, you know. And I mean, maybe it, if you it, have room it, on your bench to speculate, that's fine. But if Harris no. is out, don't start any of the team. Period. No. I don't know why I'm doing this, boys. Seattle <laughs> Seahawks at the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Russell Wilson. He is expected <laughs> to miss four to eight weeks following an injury with to his right middle finger. Darn it. <laughs> 
Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, no, it's cool, man. It's cool. Um, that is that is everything that I've read on Russell Wilson's injury. He just had surgery past week. Um, so that would put him right around in the week 10 to 14 range. So like NFL week 10 to NFL week 14 range. Because that he'll a come throwing back. hand. That's, yeah. a, that's a bit of a... Yeah, it is on the... Of course it's on the throwing hand. Of course, yeah. um, That's a bit Otherwise of a while. Geno, Geno Smith, he's in... He's a good backup quarterback, but that doesn't make him a good NFL starting quarterback. Or fantasy starting quarterback, for that matter. Yes. Let's see what he can do against the Steelers this week. I'm not... I didn't even give Geno a grade because I really don't care. Five, uh, DK Metcalf, this should be a five-star matchup here, but it's just a 3.25-star matchup with Russell out. The Steelers have been getting gashed by wideouts, so there's hope for Lockett and Metcalf. I'm not saying to sit him, but really lower your expectations, folks. I'm giving I'm giving Tyler Lockett three stars. Chris Carson, he's got a neck injury. He did not practice Wednesday, but um, was he was supposed to today. I couldn't find if he actually did. Um, it's not a good matchup for Carson, especially with the Steelers looking for more rushing plays, probably with Russell Wilson out and with Geno at the helm, the Steelers are giving up just mm-hmm. 12.1, uh, points per game to the running back position. So two and a half stars for Chris Carson. And it's probably That's more fair. like a bench grade considering he's got a neck injury. And this is where my notes get a little skinny here. Juju. Um, Ben, I'm giving him three and 3.5 stars. And it like, I think it was any other quarterback. Like, I'm sorry, Juju or Ben? I, I, ben. Okay. Thank you. I said, Juju's I out, said right? Juju and I circled around to Ben because gotcha. I, I wanted to get back to Juju here in a second. Um, big Ben, I'm giving him three and a half stars and really like, honestly, I'd probably give Geno Smith. If Geno Smith was playing for the Steelers right now, I'd probably give him three and a half stars too. That's how little I kind of think of Ben, Ben Roethlisberger at the moment. He's just a capable backup and yeah. I don't know, man. I, anyways, uh, so I'm giving him three and a half stars. The Seattle's defense, I think, almost top to bottom at the moment, and is really, really bad. And we're going to get to Najee Harris in a second, but let's go with Juju here. Um, I, he's had he's on the season-ending IR. He has a labral tear, which is it was some muscle in his shoulder. Um, he's is going to have surgery, and, and which is expected to have a four-month recovery time. Bring out your dead. Bring out your dead. Juju I'm not dead yet. Dead. I'm not dead yet. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> oh, you, you'll be dead in a week. Um, thank you for getting that reference. Uh, Chris Harris. <laughs> I'm, or, I'm sorry, not Chris. Uh, Najee Harris. I'm giving him four stars. The Seattle's run D is atrocious. I'm only giving him four just because at the... Even maybe even the Seahawks defensive front can can overcome the Pittsburgh offensive front. It's yeah, dude. Pittsburgh's offensive line. You were hoping for a, a resurgence or a rebuild to greatness, wrong. and not so. Well, much. I, we I was also hoping on the rookie of the year effect on Ben Ben's you know elbow. Right. I thought that. I, mean, I, I thought I said, that. I was... said hope. I didn't say you were banking on. It. I said you were hoping. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, I, was... I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't uh, mix my words no, up there. I, I, I missed it bad, but go ahead. No, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I said you were hoping. Anyways, um, I'm going to chase, I'm moving on to chase Claypool. I'm getting 4.2 star, five stars here. Juju's out. I like what Claypool did last week. And Deontay Johnson, mm-hmm. I'm going to give him four, or actually I'm going to give him 3.75 stars. Last week, Chase Claypool had six targets. He, he had the most targets out of any. Uh, pass catcher for he the out-targeted Steelers. Deontay. Wow, 
Yep. Um, he out-targeted him 6-2. to two. It wasn't a lot of targets Ooh. to go around for these guys. <laughs> My bad. Najee Harris had five targets last week. But Clay- Claypool caught five of his six targets for 130 yards receiving. I'm assuming 120 of those were after the catch, knowing Big, Big Ben. Guy. And, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. But Deontay Johnson saved his day with a touchdown, and Chase Claypool got one as well. So... I am going to give Claypool the edge here and hope that this is kind of the emergence of Claypool could be. with Juju being out and not gumming up the works. James Washington, I could care less about. Chris, that is all our matchup. That's nice. That's nice. I like it, man. Let's get this show on the. Let's get this show finished up. Uh, and tune in next week, folks. For I'm not next week. Tune in Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Central for Technically, our stream that's next week, Chris. That's fair. You know, I set my calendar, my Google calendar is Monday is the first day. And I know that's weird, but. but that's, to, what are you, non, non um, American? Like, pretty much that, everything else from the, everywhere else in the world, the calendar starts on a Monday. Does it really? I had no idea. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Like, I had no Europe, idea. Monday. I feel so I feel so cosmopolitan Mondays. I feel so cosmopolitan and sophisticated. Like, I'm using centimeters and stuff. <laughs> I'm kidding, but like no, I didn't know that. Cinnamon, centimeters, metric. Oh, I should metric, metric. The metric yeah. system. I feel so sophisticated, like I'm otherworldly. Not otherworldly. Anyway, cultural. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Multicultural. Yep. Yep. That's me, Mister Multicultural. Hey, Chris. Um, real quick, you like tech and everything. Um, so yeah. I recently got a new graphics card, an RTX uh, 3060 Ti, not to flex or anything. Um, so um, guess how much I got for my 1660 Super? Uh, Did you sell it already? Guess how much I got for it? $400. I don't know yet. I haven't actually posted it. Okay. You know, it could happen. 400 could happen. You paid 300 right? I'm not going to get my hopes up for that. Ish. Um. Anyways, so anyway. that's been our show. Um. Hopefully this new format of put it sprinkling the injuries within the news has shortened this just by a, a bit of a whisker and um i had some other things to screw around with and i don't remember what they are now but if you're listening to us in podcast format you can check us out on youtube and just go to youtube and search for amazing fantasy football that's us uh we do a, as we've mentioned a couple of times we do a stream sunday mornings we start at 10 30 a.m. Central Standard Time. We don't know where you live, so you do the math. We really do know where you live, though. But um, we we don't. Um, but we do. Um, <laughs> if you are watching us in YouTube format and you want to just get the audio version, you can check us out on podcast format where podcasts are available. Please rate and review where possible in Podcast Addict or Apple, iTunes, whatever they're calling it now. Um, leave us a review. You know, maybe we'll read them on the air if you do. Um, and you can always check us out and wherever you get your podcast, like I said. And um, Chris, I think that's the show. So everyone, thanks for tuning. Have a good bye.